Become a wealth creator today. Text VISIT to 800-454-1184 to schedule your 15-minute call with Eric and his team. That's VISIT to 800-454-1184. Welcome to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. Eric is founder and president of Heckman Financial right here in Silicon Valley. I want to start off by letting you know about the Wealth Creator Toolbox. This toolbox is something you can get complimentary and in it includes... Eric's book. Of course, he is an author. You know that. Worry Less Wealth. You get the book. And then there's some other educational reports that you can get all designed to help you understand how you can retire well. So all you have to do is text the word toolbox to 800-454-1184. Toolbox 800-454-1184. And then always remember, you can find us online anytime at wealthcreatorradio.com. Eric, a big hello to you. Well, hey, Luann, it's always good to be helping people and figuring out how to do what you should be doing and how to stop doing what you shouldn't be doing, right? So <laughs> exactly. It, it, you know, there's a lot of things that we all know, but even famous golfers, Tiger Woods, all these different people, they all have coaches. Everybody has you know, all these high performer type people still have coaches, not that they don't know what they should be doing, but they need to be reminded. So uh, again, that's what we're here for today to, to help figure that part out. Right. And we have an article called the, the 20 bad money habits to break in this year. Okay. And so three out of four Americans, it says they don't have a written financial plan. Okay. And, and you always say you've got to have that going into retirement. So, you know, you don't want to wing it as you're headed into a brand new uh, phase of life. How can we break the habit though of living without a budget as many people do? Yeah. Well, that's one of those things where you just got to, you know, start taking action. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I mean, there's a couple simple things, you know, living without a budget, I guess, isn't so bad as long as you're saving tons of money and you have tons of money, right? Uh, well, in case you don't, <laughs> right, uh, then that's when you probably should have a budget. And so, of course, there's a few things, you know, just payroll deducted type of savings accounts like 401ks and such. That's a lot nicer and easier just because it doesn't get to you, right? So you can't spend it on accident. But then beyond that, how do you just not spend too much? How do you spend things on the right things? Well, I mean, one of the easiest things is just figuring out your fixed costs. So if you just add up all your fixed costs, that's one of the, the, the best ways to figure that out. So, you know, rent or mortgage and insurances and all these things. But then you also got to flip them all to a monthly amount because some things like homeowner's insurance, maybe only once a year, car twice a year, you know, certain things aren't every single month. So if you add up all those fixed costs and use them as a monthly mode, then you know how much you have to be spending just on that stuff. Well, then everything else is the variable. So, you know, if you say your take home pays five grand and you got three grand of fixed costs every month, well, then, you know, you have 2000 for everything else. So that means your credit card bill better not be over two grand, right? right. <laughs> you, know, you, uh, you know, your ATM withdrawals, all those other things. So uh, that could be an easy way to do it. So if you're having a hard time budgeting, at least that's something where you could, you know, just have at least some basic amounts going. And I, I find that's a lot easier than tracking every single dime, every single penny. And, you know, people at least have, yeah, if you start thinking about the fixed versus variable, it's a lot better way to go. 
You know what? I, I think about when you're talking about some people just spending freely, it reminds me of a guy in college, my husband's fraternity brother, and he had a checkbook and he just would, he would write it down, but he never balanced it because his parents were very wealthy and he didn't have to, you know, he just kept track of what he spent. And I wonder if he's that complacent now to this day, you know, as he's 60 some years old, <laughs> because being complacent is a bad habit that we can all have. Uh, we do don't make regular adjustments, maybe to our portfolio or pay attention to those fees that we might be paying. Maybe we're in financial institutions that we're kind of not too happy with, but we're just not doing anything. How, how does working with someone like you, Eric, help us keep from becoming too complacent with our retirement money? Yeah, I mean, obviously, when things are going up and things are all good, yeah, it is really easy to get complacent uh, when things go crazy, like <laughs> 2020, uh, then that can be a little different, right? So that's when people start maybe paying attention some, but then once things get okay, then they just start ignoring it. You know, I find a lot of people are actually working with either, you know, the robo stuff, right? The online stuff, or they're working with just really an investment manager, and that person may may or not may not really do much in terms of their overall financial planning and spending and things like that. So that's one of the things that I think people need to be doing. And just like you're, you know, anytime you're driving down the highway or something, you, you, know, you look back at your GPS every once in a while, make sure you're going the right direction. And mm-hmm. same thing with your finances. Every once in a while, you got to kind of check in to see, okay, am I still on track? I mean, I know I checked it a year ago. Uh, well, what's happened in the last year? Hopefully I've saved more money. Hopefully I have more money built up, but did I, <laughs> right? <laughs> so am I closer, farther from that goal, that destination? And, and I think it's one of the critical things that people, unfortunately, you know, don't take the time to do. So that that's definitely one that, that, that I think more and more people should be, you know, taking some time out and saying, hey, you know, let, let's figure out where we are. And so, I mean, one of the things we do here at Heckman Financial really is to help people do that process. So usually we just set up a 15 to 30 minute worry list wealth talk where we just find out what you're worried about, what concerns are. It could be on on the phone or Zoom, whatever. You know, just kind of go over those basic things. Uh, then from there, what we do is we set up a an actual blueprint meeting where we create that blueprint to worry less wealth where we used to charge you a fee for, but now we're actually giving that free to, to people listening to the show. And so then what we do is we just uh, go through that income, investment, tax, healthcare, legacy plan. Uh, tell you what's good, what's working, tell you what issues you might want to fix. And that's up to you if you want to work with us or do it on your own. But at least then you get that information that's so critically needed. So yeah, definitely uh, give us a call again. You can either text the word visit or call 800-454-1184. Again, text the word visit 800-454-1184 or book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. And again, this toolbox is complimentary. So this is just a way to honestly transform your worries of retirement into confidence. So all you have to do is text the word toolbox, 800-454-1184. 800-454-1184. Just text that word toolbox, something that we want you to get free of charge. Thanks so much for joining us. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. I'm Luann Fulmer. We're talking about bad money habits that we need to break, especially as we're heading into retirement. We're highlighting just the ones that have to do with retirees. Another one is leaving tax breaks on the table, okay? So we've got to have a tax-efficient retirement strategy so that we can, you know, keep our own money in our own pockets. How can we do that? How do you help people have a tax-efficient strategy? 
Well, one of the biggest things right now is, you know, taxes have been on sale. Taxes have been the lowest that they've ever been. Yet there's been trillions and trillions of dollars of government bailouts. The Fed's been printing trillions of dollars. There's going to be a change. You know, there's going to be something that's going to happen, right? You can't just keep uh, going back to the budget question. You can't just keep racking up credit card bills and not paying for them. And that's really what the government's been doing. So one of the things that, yeah, you have to be paying attention to for retirement is taxes. I mean, it's a huge one. So if you're putting everything in your 401ks and it's all deferred to later to be taxed at whatever the rate the government decides they want to be then, uh, that's pretty scary. So yeah, we've been doing a lot of tax talks with people and helping them figure out, okay, should we be doing Roth conversions? Uh, should we be using other you know, tax strategies that are tax-free, that are tax-deferred? Uh, you know, Everything you do, taxes you know, really has a huge part, right? I mean, if you make 10%, but you lose a third to the government, well, okay, how about you can make, you know, 8% and not lose the third? Well, hey, that's a lot better deal, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so if you want to get a little bit more information about how to be successful in retirement, one of the things we have developed is this toolbox here that we have. So we've got a lot of resources up there. We've got a copy of my book. We've got a lot of educational materials uh, that you can pick and select from and just download. So again, if that's something you want to grab, super easy. All you have to do is text the word toolbox or you can even call and leave a message for toolbox. But text the word toolbox, 800 454 1184. Again, that's 800-454-1184. Or you can download it uh, directly at wealthcreatorradio.com. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman, and we have a lot more to get to. So stick around. Be sure to like and subscribe to Wealth Creator Radio so you can stay up to date on ways to build your wealth and create a retirement you and your family will enjoy for years to come. Like and subscribe today and create your wealth for tomorrow with Wealth Creator Radio. Are you happy with your Medicare plan? Even if you are, what was good for you this year might not be what's best for you next year. The team at Heckman Financial can help you sort through all the options to find the best one for you. Call now 800-454-1184. That's 800-454-1184. Hi, you're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. I'm Luann Fulmer. You know, Eric has done this for over 30 years now. And when I say done this, I mean helping people retire. In 2020, Eric, more than half of all Americans were covered by um, some type of life insurance. So contemporary people see life insurance as a really useful tool to protect their families and their loved ones. But what I want to address today, Eric, is not really do I need life insurance, but rather do I need life insurance for my retirement? Yeah, well, life insurance has been always kind of boiled down to two things. Do you, do you owe someone and do you love someone? (laughs) And so, so lots of times when you're, you know, starting out, uh, you know, it's, you owe a bunch on a mortgage, right? So you want to have enough to cover that, that mortgage in case you're gone and for the rest of your family, maybe your mortgage is paid down a lot more. The kids are grown. So yeah, it's less dependent on, on you being around. Uh, you know, so that's when people start going, oh, well, you know, do I still need it? You know, what should I be doing? Uh, well, there is some, some big changes that happen when somebody passes away during, you know, during retirement. I mean, if you're a married couple and, you know, one of you passes away, you not only lose that smaller of the two social security checks, you also flip from being married to single filing on the income taxes. And so 
Um, I, I had one client that literally, uh, after his wife died, he lost some of her income, some other stuff. So he had he made $20,000 less, Oof. but his tax bill was actually $20 more. Oh, so it was no. almost, the, his tax bill was almost no different. You know, it was almost a, you know, dead even, break even type of thing on the taxes, but he made $20,000 less. Oh, it's like, no. well, hold it. How can you make so much less and have the same tax bill? Well, right. again, you're no longer married. Now you're single filing. So all those brackets go up way faster. So, you know, that's where sometimes the life insurance can kick in. Uh, the other thing, too, is a lot of the modern policies now, finally, finally in California, <laughs> it took them a long time, have uh, long-term care benefits. So life insurance may not actually be about you dying. It might be more about you you know, needing care and, and how to pay for it and not using up all those those dollars that your surviving spouse may need for their retirement after you're gone. So it can be a, a very useful tool for, for retirement now. Yeah, I love that uh, life insurance policies can be used for long-term care benefits. So to figure that out, if that's something maybe you might want to use in retirement, what would be some key questions we should ask ourselves? Well, like, like I said, of course, you know, how much do you owe, right? So yeah, if you've got a lot of debt, uh, a lot of people nowadays, especially with the tax law being so favorable and when we had interest rates so low, uh, you know, it didn't make sense to pay off that two and a half or 3% mortgage. Now, if you got a newer one, it may, you know, may really make sense to pay it off. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so, so that's one of those things if, yeah, if you owe a lot, you might need to have that life insurance keeps going just because of one person passes away and you lose that social security check. Can the remaining income for the surviving spouse still pay for that, that mortgage? Uh, you know, and often may not be the case, but then also, you know, in terms of just wealth transfer, I mean, the worst tool in the world is IRAs and 401ks to leave behind because, you know, if you, if you leave that to the next generation, uh, you know, your kids have 10 years to blow that money. I mean, literally they have to spend all that money and pay all the taxes on it. So, you know, you don't necessarily want to be doing that for, you know, leaving those types of assets. Whereas if you can leave life insurance where it's tax free, if you do that tax free money, it's, it's all theirs. They can do whatever they want with it. So, you know, it, there's a lot of benefits to having that. Um, again, you have to be able to figure out how do I pay for it, right? Where does the money come from to fund it and what type of policy it is? Uh, you know, it, it can't be, you know, group insurance that expires when you quit your job. Uh, it can't be term insurance that runs out. And so there are some great new options, but people really need to educate themselves and find out what's out there. So that's something that, that if you wanted to take advantage of, look at those resources first at, at the toolbox. You know, check those out. If you want to set up a time after that, we can definitely talk and help you. But uh, yeah, this is probably one of the most critical times, the biggest shifts we've had in the economy in a positive way. Yes. <laughs> so you hear all the bad news. This is a positive. Uh, these are some great new options out there, some stuff I haven't seen ever before. So uh, loving it because we have so many more options for our clients. So again, if you want to get that, you can either text the word toolbox or you can just leave a message. Both of them would be 800-454-1184. Again, that number is 800-454-1184. Or you can request it directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. Thanks so much for joining us. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. I'm Luann Fulmer. So we're talking today about key questions that you should ask yourself to try to see whether or not you still need life insurance in retirement. Now, Eric, a lot of people who are trying to retire or who are retiring probably do have life insurance policies already in place. What should they be thinking about? 
Well, you know, are the policies that they own, right? So that that's one of the big ones. Uh, so, like I mentioned earlier, there if it's if it's group insurance or term insurance, I mean, term is something that literally is good for a term. Mm-hmm. So if it's a five year term, guess what? After five years, it goes away. If it's right. twenty year term, it goes after way after twenty years. Usually, those policies, by the way, uh, say you're paying, you know, a hundred bucks a month. Most of them, I find, go up ten times. <laughs> so oh that that hundred bucks a month might be a thousand a Whoa. month after that. And so, so that's very brutal. And yeah, lots of times, unfortunately, I have these phone calls and discussions with people that will reach out to us and say, Hey, you know, I've got this policy, it's expiring. I'm 78. You know, what should I get? It's like, uh, not much because it's it, it, sadly, it, it, lots of times your, you know, your health may not be good enough anymore, but also just the cost would be prohibited. Yeah, that, that's that's the hard part is, is does this make sense for your situation? Um, and so you usually want to have some sort of permanent insurance. You want to have something that's going to be there for the rest of your life. So I, again, there has to be something that isn't going to run out. Um, if it is a permanent policy and you've had it for a long time, uh, you want to get what they call an in-force illustration, I-N-force. Um, so meaning the policy is not lapsed, it's in-force. And uh-huh. that'll tell you if, you know, if they run it out from now to until age 100, is it going to still be there? Because again, lots of times I, I have gotten calls with people who have cash value policies that are running out of money in, in their you know, 80s. And lots of times it was because they saw a policy that was going to earn 7 or 8% every year. And then rates went down to 4 <laughs> And oh. that changed a lot of things. It was great for your mortgage, but it really was not good for your, your life insurance. You know, so these are some things that to be thinking about is how to pay for these. How, how are you going to keep them going? Um, you know, and then also is it is it trying to help your surviving spouse more or is it trying to help the next generation? You know, so, so there's a lot to be said for when, when you're doing this planning. That's what I was going to ask. Are there any other factors we should be thinking about? Well, I mean, the, the probably the biggest one is is the misuse and abuse of life insurance, uh, I would call it, I guess. Um, you know, some people like to call it the laser fund or they'll call it LERP, um, which is like mm-hmm. a life insurance retirement plan or 7702, which just talks is just a tax code that talks about life insurance. So they'll do anything to call it something that it's, that they don't have to use the words life insurance. <laughs> so that way they can hide it, disguise it. And, and what are they hiding for? What, what are they sheltering for? Why are they making up these cutesy terms to not actually say what it is? It, you know, it you know, reeks of somebody trying to tell you something that's not and trick you into stuff, right? So um, so be careful if you, anybody's trying to use those types of, you know, goofy terms. Uh, life insurance can be a great tool. I mean, if you, especially the overfunded, we've used it a lot for, for clients where you put extra money in there. Uh, you know, you fund it, for, you try to keep the life insurance part actually small and you try to overfund it and get a bunch of cash value in there. And it can be a great tool that can actually pay a lot of tax-free retirement income. So, you know, there is definitely a great advantage to doing it. But the problem is, you usually have to fund it for at least five years and you usually need like a 10 year timeline before you start touching the income. But I've seen people where they say, oh, yeah, I'm going to start it in two years or three years. Well, it, it just doesn't have time to build up enough money and, and work. And why did somebody talk them into that? Well, because they got paid a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sadly, that's the only reason. 
uh, you know, and so that, you know, with life insurance can be a really critical tool. Uh, it can make really good sense for long-term care protection. It can, you know, make sense for tax-free income. There's a lot of great things, but again, it has to be part of an overall plan. If it's not, then how are you going to know if it's right for you? So, you know, again, with here at Heckman Financial, we've got this great thing where we've built this blueprint to worry less wealth. Uh, we typically charge $1,500, but we've been waiving that for radio listeners and podcast listeners. So again, if you want to take advantage of that, we'll set up a first uh, phone call just to find out what your situation is. And then we'll go from there and we'll actually create that blueprint for you. That'll tell you where you are in terms of income planning, investment planning, taxes, healthcare, and legacy. And then we'll know what tools are right for you, what tools are wrong and where you should be taking action and what things you should not be doing. You know, once you have that data, that knowledge, then it's so much easier to, to, to figure out what you should be doing versus just taking what people say. Uh, now we at least have some evidence to say, oh, yeah, this makes sense for my situation. So, again, if that's something you want to take advantage of, all you have to do is text the word visit 800-454-1184. Again, text the word visit 800-454-1184 or go online to wealthcreatorradio.com. Eric will explain what IULs are and how they work, if they could make sense for you. That's all coming up next. So stick around for more of Wealth Creator Radio and Eric Heckman. Do you know whether your retirement plan has any weak points? Discover ways on giving your financial future the proper tune-up. Simply go online to wealthcreatortoolbox.com to gain a better understanding in taxes, social security, and other ways to manage your portfolio. And that's how it's done. That's wealthcreatortoolbox.com. Be sure to like and subscribe to Wealth Creator Radio so you can stay up to date on ways to build your wealth and create a retirement you and your family will enjoy for years to come. Like and subscribe today and create your wealth for tomorrow with Wealth Creator Radio. Hi, we're so glad to have you join us. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman, who is a well-known speaker and author, and he's here to give you guidance for everything that you do too, and then all the way through retirement. He wants to help you worry less. We're talking today about questions that you need to ask yourself to try to determine if you still need life insurance in your retirement years. So Eric, what we're learning today is that because your financial needs are different in retirement, so are your insurance needs, right? Yeah, certainly. I mean, there's, like we talked about earlier, yeah, there's things where, you know, and you're talking about, do you owe money? Do you need to cover a mortgage? Do you have young kids? But then of course, as you're aging and stuff, you don't have hopefully those young kids living at home. Hopefully they're, they've got, you know, at least you kicked them out if, if they had moved out on their own. Right. Uh, I got three sons, so yeah. they, they better not all end up being at my Back house Back at forever. your house. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but, but then, yeah, there's other things like long-term care, retirement income, uh, you know, just tax-free growth of money. So, so there's a lot of other reasons, uh, that you, you might need to have the life insurance there that are very different from when you were buying it, you know, say in your twenties, thirties or forties. One of the life insurance options that we often hear about um, is that indexed universal life or IULs. So I want to talk about that. Explain to us how it works, please. The original policies were kind of more like a, 
30-year uh, fi- fixed mortgage kind of thing. So that's, that's the easier way to th- kind of show show the differences. So the, when you're talking about whole life, whole life was where you actually invested in that company. So, you know, if you, like I started my career with New York Life. So if you owned a policy in New York Life, you literally owned kind of a little piece of that company and you were dependent on them for paying you dividends and giving you the money. Uh, then in the 80s, E.F. Hutton, if you remember when yeah. they talk, everybody listens. Everybody right? listens, yes. <laughs> so if you're old enough to know that commercial, they actually came out with first universal lives. And so these are much more like a variable rate mortgage where things were now you know, kind of separated out more. With universal life, you have this this cost of insurance that you see, you have the earnings that you see, and it's a lot more visible. But that was in the Jimmy Carter days, the high interest rates. And then once those rates dropped, everybody's like, well, that's not working so good. (laughs) And then they had variable life, which was in the stock market. But again, you're trying to make this money be more guaranteed and grow. So those were had so much fees and costs that, you know, finally everybody realized that indexing was was the way to go. And so the big difference here is the universal life part, it means is you see the fees, you see the costs. So everything's kind of broken out so you can really see see like how much is the cost of insurance, how much is the cost of running the policy. Uh, that's literally every annual statement shown to you, you know, for what all those costs are. But the big difference here is instead of your money getting a set rate from the insurance company or being based on the insurance company's performance, now they're making it off some stock market index. So of oh. course, like S&P 500 is the you know, main index that most people use. So say if the, the cap was 10%, what that means is they'll pay you anywhere from zero to 10% if the stock market does that from usually what they call an annual point to point. So if it was June 1st to June 1st, the next year, they'll look back over that year. How did that money do? You know, how did that grow? And then they'll pay you anywhere from zero to 10%. Now, if the market did 11, 12, 15, 20, whatever, you don't get that. <laughs> you know, but you, you only get, get 10%. 10. Yeah, yeah. But 10 on something that's guaranteed is pretty dang good, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, now what happens if it goes the other direction, right? Uh, if it goes negative something, well, the neat thing there is you don't lose a dime. You just earn zero, mm-hmm. but now you start it over and guess what? That starting point's a lower starting point. Well, typically after the market drops, it usually will rebound eventually. And so, hmm. you know, now that you've got locked in that lower number, it's really easy to have a higher percentage gain that next year. Even if the market doesn't come back to where it was, again, it's only from that's like a one-year sprint. It's not a marathon. So you're just looking from year to year to see how your money did. And so, yeah, so these these can be really good policies to earn some pretty decent money. That's the good part. Uh, obviously, it has the, the life insurance aspect, too. You know, don't forget that. Right. <laughs> right? So, uh, and so typically, there's a couple ways that works. One is you have a flat death benefit. So if you started off, say, at you know, a $500,000 death benefit, if you build up 100000 of cash value, it may still be 500, which means as your cash value grows, you're getting less and less life insurance. Uh, the other way is you can do it, you know, your cash value plus your death benefit. And so that those kind would be if you had 100,000 of cash value and the death benefit is 500, you know, now it's six. So, you know, that's one of those things where, again, that's a cost item. Uh, if you're buying more insurance, of course, it costs more. So if you're trying to have that that death benefit grow, then that may make sense. But if you're trying to get the cash value to grow a lot, lots of times you want the life insurance to actually be smaller, which sounds counterintuitive. <laughs> but basically, the, the government said if you if you have too much money, because people basically in the 80s were being really abusive of life insurance. They were dumping in tons of money. They dump in like 100 grand into a $5,000 
uh, insurance policy at the time that was paying 12%, you know, tax free. Uh, well, that was a pretty good deal. <laughs> and so, uh, but then the, the government's like, hold it. If you're dumping a hundred thousand into a $5,000 policy, this is not life insurance. This is just a tax dodge. So they do have these limits that say, okay, you have to have so much, uh, death benefit compared to your cash value. So, you know, again, there, there's little things, little nuances. What I find is a lot of people who sell these don't tell people these nuances. They don't tell them the pros and cons of change, how it's designed. And a lot of times they're designed it so they make the most commission for themselves, which, you know, again, is not the thing you want. So you want somebody who's more of a fiduciary advisor, somebody who knows this in and out and can design it for what you're looking for. So, you know, again, that's one of those things that, yeah, if you wanted to set up a set time to to just talk and go over this, see if if you know the what some people call the laser fund or life insurance retirement plan or seven seven zero two, all these goofy names. It's life insurance, people. It's index universal life insurance. It's you know not the super great IUL. It's just a good product, good tool. But again, like everything, it's got its pros and cons. So again, if that's something you want to set up a time and talk, we can go through that and go over that that for you to see if it makes sense for your situation. So. You know, if you want to set up a time, all you have to do is text the word VISIT, 800-454-1184. This could be, you know, virtual, on the phone, whatever. But again, text the word VISIT, 800-454-1184. Or you can book directly online at Wealth Creator Radio. And this is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial. I'm Luann Fulmer. So you kind of have taken us through, we kind of have a good idea of what's good and bad, but I don't know. Can you, you want to go into kind of a list of pros and cons of an indexed universal life insurance policy? Well, like I said, I mean, they can be really great, but the, but what people forget or, you know, conveniently ignore and, and don't mention much or, or, or how, whatever terms you want to use. I mean, uh, there's one guy who gave up his insurance license. So that way he can have a radio show, print books, talk about life insurance, you know, endlessly index life insurance. Um, but his whole family's licensed and then they'll sell you the stuff. But since he has no license, he can say whatever he wants and get away oh, with it. So, uh, so, so yeah, you, you want to make sure you're, you know, doing the right thing. I mean, I've seen some of their proposals that they'd had and I sent it to their compliance at the one company and they were shocked that they were using these things. <laughs> and so, yeah, so you got to be careful of how it's being approached. It can be a great tool to build up money, but it takes time. It is not, you know, this is not, uh, you know, some, uh, you know, strike it rich or, you know, meme stock type thing. This is very slow. This is more tortoise than the hare type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, most of the policies are good after 10 years. Uh, you usually need to fund them for at least five years, uh, maybe even up to 10. Uh, but if you're trying to get money and have great earnings and stuff after one or two years, the costs are, are just too much, um, you know, initially. So the costs get really watered down over time. Time, but there are some upfront costs that, that happen. And so, you know, again, that's one of those things where it's all about, about expectations, right? I mean, if you're trying to use a, a tool that, you know, is not designed, I mean, if you're trying to do 80 miles an hour in a golf cart, good luck, right? <laughs> right. I mean, you can try all you want, it ain't going to happen. So, um, so if you're trying to make this be super high flying, it's not, it's going to be a slow growth type vehicle, but it can be a great tool to build up a lot of tax-free cash and, and be a really great source to, to do that. But again, yeah, I know have somebody who knows what they're doing, not somebody just sold your friends and then they're going to be out of the business in six months or, you know, something like that. Somebody who's a fiduciary based advisor like we are here at Heckman Financial. So, uh, you know, again, if you want to figure out 
hey, what is all this life insurance things about? Should I be doing it? Should I be using it? You know, we'll give you all the all the real story. And then you can decide, hey, is this for me or not? So again, if you want to set up a time to talk, just uh, text the word visit 800-454-1184. Again, text the word visit 800-454-1184, 800-454-1184. Eleven eighty four, or book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. Wealth Creator Radio and Eric Heckman will be right back. Be sure to like and subscribe to Wealth Creator Radio so you can stay up to date on ways to build your wealth and create a retirement you and your family will enjoy for years to come. Like and subscribe today and create your wealth for tomorrow with Wealth Creator Radio. Are we headed towards a recession? If so, how will your retirement be impacted? With so much uncertainty on the horizon, the decisions you make today can have a huge impact on your financial future. When should you take Social Security? How will you reduce the impact of inflation? Are you comfortable with the amount of risk you're taking with your savings? Join Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial for an informational webinar where he'll discuss these factors and more. Spots are filling up fast though, so claim yours now. Go to wealthcreatorwebinar.com to find the day and time that work best for you. That's wealthcreatorwebinar.com. Don't let a recession or whatever the future holds dictate your retirement dreams. Sign up now for this free and informational webinar with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial. Go to wealthcreatorwebinar.com. That's wealthcreatorwebinar.com. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hi, I'm Luann Fulmer here with Eric Heckman, and this is Wealth Creator Radio. Eric is president of Heckman Financial right here in the Silicon Valley area. So there are so many big decisions that you have to weigh as you head into retirement. We always talk about those decisions every week on our show. Today, I want to do something called retirement yay or nay, Eric. And this week's topic will be leaving an inheritance or not. Sounds good. Yep, let's go for it. <laughs> okay, so, okay, you know who Daniel Craig is, right? The the latest yep. James Bond. Okay. He calls uh, or describes leaving an inheritance quite distasteful. Yeah, and a lot of celebrities are kind of this way, which I think is really funny. They're not wanting to leave their fortune to their heirs. Daniel Craig says, isn't there an old adage that if you die a rich person, you've failed? He says his philosophy is get rid of it or give it away before you go. So it feels kind of bad for his kids, you know. I don't know. That's just me. Now, Gene Simmons, on the other hand, you know, Kiss bassist, he grew up poor. And so he wants to pass along uh, an appreciation of money to his children. And he does say he's not going to leave them penniless. I don't know. What's your reaction to these wealthy people who say they're not leaving much or anything? Yeah, well, there's there's nothing that says you have to leave it to your kids, right? So, I mean, I I think that's fine. Uh, you know, usually you want to help them out a little bit. Uh, yeah. It's pretty hard to spend it all. Uh, that's so, true. You, know, that's you true. can't take it with you. So there's going to always be something usually left over. But I think there's something to be said for making sure people earn stuff. Uh, the other reality fact is, you know, when they talk about leaving stuff, I mean, they may be living assets to people in their 70s, right? Because if they live to their <laughs> 90s right, or yeah. 100s, uh, you know, so you better not count on people dying for your retirement plan because they may not be for a long time. Yeah. You might be re working really long if you're That's waiting for good. that. I want 
want you to please give us, let's just take uh, leaving an inheritance or not and go through the yays and the nays. Okay. So give us the yays of if you want to leave an inheritance to your heirs. Well, I mean, obviously you have to consider your income needs. So, you know, before you've done that, there's financial aid for college. There's no financial aid for retirement. <laughs> so, so yeah, you want to make sure, you know, it, it's fine to leave it after you've already made sure you've got enough income coming in. Uh, obviously you want to make sure you have enough health care costs covered because uh, you might end up spending several hundred thousand dollars on on healthcare costs, and that might be the inheritance. But as long as you've got that that taken care of first, uh, you also want to look at the type of taxation um, for those assets. Is it, you know, stocks and real estate that have a, that tax-free step-up in basis, or is it an IRA where they have to blow through the money in ten years and spend all, and pay all the taxes? Uh, so, you know, again, it depends on which asset you're going to use and which asset you're going to leave them. Uh, but you want to make sure you understand that part. And then also, are you going to have a plan for that? I mean, are you going to make sure that, uh, you know, how you're going to give that away? I mean, you can give up to 16000 per person right now. But, you know, you might want to have a trust to protect that money and make sure it doesn't go to that ex-wife or of your mm-hmm. son or something like that or, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, or, or lost in a lawsuit or other things like that. And, uh, you know, and things like retirement accounts and all that have a lot of taxation. Again, life insurance is something that can be tax-free. So that's a great tool mm-hmm. to, to leave behind. So definitely nothing wrong with it as long as you've done the planning around it. Right. Let's go with the nays now. You don't plan to leave an inheritance for your heirs. What would be the nays of that? Well, I mean, lots of times if you're trying to to really get some tax benefits for yourself, uh, the drawback with these is they usually exclude your heirs. You know, there's certain things like uh, uh, if you're over 70 and a half, you can leave money straight from your IRA, your required minimum distributions. You can have that sent straight to a charity and uh, it's money that you don't have to pay taxes on. And, and so it's in something where you don't get the write-off, but just don't pay the tax. So that's Excellent. a great way to do yeah. it. Um, obviously, you can leave money to a charity. Um, you know, you can do lots of, you know, more creative stuff too. You like, you know, donating stock to them because uh, ah. then you don't have to turn around and sell the stock and pay the tax. They do Ooh. it, but they don't pay the tax. So it's a good way that's, to donate your taxes yeah. to, to that, that charity. But one we've been using a lot of is actually a donor advised fund. Uh, because of the Trump tax laws that a lot of people can't write off their charitable contributions because they don't have enough to you know meet the uh, itemized deduction limit. So if, if you're, say, 5000 short of itemized deduction, well, maybe you give 5000 a year away. Well, why don't we donate 25000 in one year by putting it into this one fund? And then from there, every those next several years, you just take the money out of that fund and actually donate it to them. And so usually if you're taking stocks or anything else that's gone up a lot, you put that money in there, you get a great upfront write-off, uh, you get to use those deductions, and then it's kind of like a prepaid account, uh, but for charitable giving. So, you know, there, there's charitable trusts, other things, rem- remainder trusts, other things where you can actually turn around and get income for, your, for the rest of your life, and then the charity gets wh- whatever's left over. So, you know, a lot of these tools that give you some great tax benefits, unfortunately, all exclude your your uh, heirs. But again, if they're going to have other assets, if there's going to be other things there, most likely you're going to have, they're going to get your house, right? So other things that you're living in. So it can be a great way to go. But again, you want to have a plan. I mean, this all comes down to, you know, how does it fit in with my overall plan? Does this make sense, right? That's what almost all those things, the caveats were, well, how does this affect the rest of your plan? Well, if you don't know the rest of your plan, 
it's really tough to figure that out. <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah. So if you want to create that blueprint to worry less wealth, uh, we usually charge fifteen hundred dollars. But but again, we've been waiving that fee for radio and co- and podcast listeners. So you know, if you want to take charge of that financial future and figure out what's right for you and what should you be doing, then all we do is sit. To, you know, we can have that fifteen to thirty minute phone call, go over what your situation is, and then we can do that analysis and we'll go through your income plan, your investment plan, tax, healthcare, and legacy plan. And obviously taxes, legacy kind of go together with a lot of this stuff. Uh, income can go into a lot of this. Investments go into a lot of this. So it's all very inter- interdependent. So again, if it's in a plan, it's really simple to figure out. So if you want to take some time and actually take charge of your financial future, all you got to do is uh, text the word visit to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word visit 800 454 or book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. And you're listening to Eric Heckman, founder and president at Heckman Financial, where they've been helping clients just like you retire well and finish well. And they would love to help you out as well. I'm Luann Fulmer. Thanks for joining us. This is Wealth Creator Radio. Forbes reports that inheritance trends are shifting for a couple of different reasons. I'll go over these real quick and then I'm going to get your reaction. So people are living longer. Healthcare expenses have increased like by 88% over the last 20 years. The pandemic has caused some people to just say, I'm going to enjoy life now rather than save. Uh, And then some baby boomers are choosing to skip the next generation and leave money to their grandkids. Yeah, definitely. That last one I've seen a lot. Really? <laughs> so, oh, my. oh, yeah. It's yeah. like, well, a lot, a lot of people are saying, hey, my, my kids are yeah, making good money. They're making more than I made when I was working and so forth. And so why, why leave them money? But, you know, I, I want to make sure that the, the kids, the grandkids have, you know, at least college taken care of or Aww. have the money for their first house and things like that. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I think that's definitely a, a big one that's been happening a lot. Uh, for sure, like I said, people are living longer. So, if, yeah, if you're Counting on that retirement nest egg being inherited down the road. Well, if you inherited at 70 or 75, uh, you know, that might not be super, super helpful for your retirement because it might be a little late. And then, of course, like you said, the healthcare part has gotten to be a, a huge issue because, yeah, what used to kill you now slows you down. And, yeah. you know, there's good and bad to that. So the, the, the really bad part is, yeah, often you're spending hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand right before you pass away. And and that might have eaten up most of all the assets uh, you know, that 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 were left. Um, now lots of times, I mean, I had some clients just recently do this with their dad who he was needing care for a long time and uh, almost all his assets were gone, but they did have the house. So, you know, once they sold the house, they did have still money left mm-hmm. over. So uh, but had it been three years earlier, it would have been a lot more money. But Again, you know, mm-hmm. they, they were able to take care of him in his house, do what he wanted. So it was great. But yeah, so I would not count on that as much. I think these trends are going to keep going like that. Uh, you know, so again, it, it's one of these things where you want to have some talks with your your family, talks with the kids, figure out what, what you're doing. Let them know ahead of time. I mean, if you're going to give a lot of this away to charity, let them know so they're not counting on it and not surprised <laughs> yeah. and not thinking bad thoughts for the rest of their life about you. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's one of these things where it's awkward. It's, it's always strange. But I've seen so many fights, so many strained relationships, so many relationships that just go bad of siblings after 
the parents die and, and all because of misplaced expectations from each other. And so, yeah, sometimes it's just the junk, even sometimes just the sentimental items that somebody left behind. And so, yeah, it's one of these things where we have to make sure that, that it's going the right way and things are set up the right way. So, um, and people know about it and know what's going on. So if you want to set up a time to talk about this and more and get that, that blueprint to worry less wealth, well, we'll get that income, investment, tax, healthcare, and legacy plan developed for you. All you have to do, again, no cost, no obligation. We're waiving our fee. All you got to do is text the word VISIT, 800-454-1184. Again, text the word VISIT, 800-454-1184. 1184-800-454-1184 or book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. And Eric Heckman will be right back with the rest of our show. Are you happy with your Medicare plan? Even if you are, what was good for you this year might not be what's best for you next year. The team at Heckman Financial can help you sort through all the options to find the best one for you. Call now 800-454-1184. That's 800-454-1184. Be sure to like and subscribe to Wealth Creator Radio so you can stay up to date on ways to build your wealth and create a retirement you and your family will enjoy for years to come. Like and subscribe today and create your wealth for tomorrow with Wealth Creator Radio. Hi, we're so glad to have you along with us today. I'm Luann Fulmer here with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial. And we have come to the time in our show now when Eric gives us a wealth success story. And this is always a really good example of what some retiree or retirees have done uh, where it's worked out the best for them. So that's why we call it a wealth success story. So Eric, we're always in for some good news. What do you have for us? Yeah, Luann. So this is about um, uh, client Mark and Linda. And there's there's somebody actually that I worked with for, for quite some time. And he'd originally been in high tech, but then wanted to, I guess, follow his passion or what, what he really cared about. And he, you know, he took a job as managing a, a church, being the business manager. And obviously not... Uh, yeah, no, no stock options, yeah. <laughs> right? No, no, no other uh, high end stuff. But uh, and then she, she mostly uh, worked as volunteer coordinator, other things, but didn't didn't make you know tons of money. So they're not the typical Silicon Valley type people. But they just kept saving, kept putting money away, and uh, you know they had they have two daughters, and and one had a. Uh, uh, set of grandkids. And as so many people do, <laughs> you know, they go, where do I want to be? Uh, someplace where I don't have my grandkids or someplace near my grandkids. And they pick the grandkids. Mm-hmm. I would say probably at least a quarter, maybe even a third of my clients end up moving to where the grandkids are. Mm-hmm. And I would say none of them planned that when they were working. <laughs> so, huh. uh, you know, it's one of those things that you, that you don't even think about ahead of time, really. Because, uh, you know, you may have not even had grandkids and they, your kids may not even been married, right? Right. Doing some of these planning stuff. So, yeah, and they were in Pennsylvania. So they ended up, you know, selling the house here. Uh, and they very wisely first uh, rented it over there, uh, you know, which is... I always recommend first for people to do just because of then you get kind of a feel for the area. Mm-hmm. You get to know, you know, where you want to be and where, where traffic is, all those fun little things. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they bought a house and paid a little bit more than they planned, but we, we figured it out. We were able to, you know, get enough out of their accounts and stuff. And, 
And, you know, now they've got a paid off nice big house that they've always wanted. They've finally got it all furnished because <laughs> they pretty much gave away all their furniture and oh. didn't move hardly anything, which most people do today, today also. Huh. And, you know, and so now they're you know, all set. And since they don't have that mortgage, since they don't have that cost anymore uh, in those extra proceeds from the from the house sale from here, you know, not only paid off that house over there, but you know, gave them a little bit of extra spending money. And yeah, now, now we're able to, you know, have them get by, but they didn't have tons of money. They weren't, you know, Uber, you know, rich or you know, anything by, by any standards, but yeah, they're, they're living the life that they really wanted to. And now they're with their grandkids and, and well, their daughter too, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, should probably include her. Yeah. We always uh, kind of substitute and go to the grandkids first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, so that's a nice thing. So, uh, you know, the main reason I wanted to point that out is you don't have to necessarily have tons of money. You can always figure out a way to do it. It just takes some planning. And we planned this out a couple of years ahead and, you know, figured out when they wanted to retire, when they're going to stop doing their jobs. They did it right, of course, at, at Medicare age. So that way they could, you know, get that insurance and all that. So, uh, you know, and it's worked out really well for them. So again, that, if that's something you want to get a little bit more information on, you've been listening to Wealth Creator Radio. All you have to do is uh, text the word toolbox to 800-454-1184. Again, text the word toolbox, 800-454-1184. Yeah, this has been uh, Eric Heckman with Wealth Creator Radio. You can listen to us next week or you can listen anytime where you find podcasts. Just look for Wealth Creator Radio. And again, the number to call, 800-454-1184 or download directly at wealthcreatorradio.com. Talk to you next week. Information provided during Wealth Creator Radio is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Eric Heckman offers investment advisory services through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Any tax advice given as part of this presentation is not intended to be used and cannot be used by the taxpayer for the purpose of avoiding tax penalties or promoting, marketing, or recommending to another party any matter or transaction addressed herein. The views and opinions expressed in the program are not necessarily those of the radio station or its sponsors, and they should not construe as legal tax or investment advice. You should always consult the appropriate advisor before making any financial decision.